and welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And we're doing the next four episodes, 9 through 12, of Her Private Life. Yeah, uh, these were, I I think, I think, very good episodes. They were so good. I am, this is going to be the exact opposite of last week's episode of Play on K, because last week I was ready to give up on this show forever, <laughs> and this week I'm like, it's just the perfect K-drama, and it's exactly what I've wanted from a K-drama, and I'm so happy in every way. But true. Like, I, they are giving us a lot of stuff that I really wanted to see in a K-drama. Uh, first of all, I feel like the probably episodes, let's see, which episodes did we watch? Uh, 9 through 12. Uh, 10, 11, and 12 were, like, fucking adorable. So good. They were... Oh my Venus level cute. Yes. I this show reminds me a lot of Oh My Venus. It does at this point. Mm-hmm. There was like I said, the last four episodes I really hated and this week they really turned it around and now it's a show that I completely love. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. Um, in the spirit of how much we liked last week ending on a high note even though we started on a low note, I was thinking about maybe bringing to the table one of the things that actually did kind of bug me, but it was pretty early on. And oh, interesting. I think okay, was, what is it? I think it was early on in episode 10, and it was the part where both of Diokmi's friends stay over at her house, and she uh, wakes up the next morning to go do her little fangirl thing, and Ungi walks out with her, and of course Ryan Gold is there. Of course Ryan Gold is there. And it's... Uh, rightly so, too. She turned off her phone, didn't let him know, was just... It's a new relationship. He's worried. Anyway, I thought that Ryan Gold had all the right in the world to be concerned uh, when the man he knows is in love with his girlfriend, stayed over at her house, and for all he knows, that was it, because they just started their relationship. What even is it? Nothing yet. That is my least favorite scene of almost any K-drama, which I feel like I say every episode. I'm so <laughs> dramatic. This is my least favorite scene of anything I've ever watched, and they play trash. it twice. Yeah. They play it at the end of 10, and then at the beginning of 11, like... I don't want to see that stupid scene with stupid Ungi again. Like, I get it. He's trying to be a good friend. But everyone except stupid Duckme knows that he's in love with her. And he's just, like, using his power move against Ryan Gold. And Ryan Gold, the god that he is, is like, you know, I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to handle this situation. I'm going to be empathetic towards Duckme's feelings and try and see things from her perspective, even though I think she's in the wrong here. And he plays it so cool. He plays it so cool. He is so... He's way more understanding than he should have to be, because she was kind of being a child. A little she's being the freaking worst. Yeah. And she's still, even after that awful scene, is like... 
Ungi is my friend, and he is nothing more. And freaking Ryan just, I think he, I think he just, like, lets it go. He's like, okay, just be a man. Just let her win the argument. And I hate it. Yeah, no, I do. I love Ryan Gold forever. I'm a Ryan Gold fangirl now. I love it. I love it. Uh, and yeah, he handled that like such an adult, and uh, she came around to adulthood eventually, sort of. I guess he was just also very bothered by the fact that she was hiding behind Ungi and refused to come out. Just straight up refused, even though it was obvious that- To I- me, it's like I get that she refused to come out. I hate that she refused to say anything. That yeah. she was like, Ungi can talk. And he's like, oh, she, she didn't wash her face. I feel like that's, I know it's, like, not very funny, but I feel like that's a comical moment to be like, yes, for sure, my face is so gross. Please come back later, sir. <laughs> I just rubbed spaghetti on it. Like, <laughs> oh, what do you do when you've got spaghetti on your face? You don't show your boyfriend. You don't show your super cute boyfriend who came to pick you up in the morning. I feel like it's frustrating that Ryan was like, I don't even need to see her. I'm just here to talk to her. Stop talking for her. And she's like, I'm not going to say anything. Hicks, no. <laughs> no words for me. No Ungi. words for me. Just stop. Ungi is handling this so smoothly as is. He's doing great. He yeah. has my friend. He's being a super normal friend right now. Yeah, this is fine. Ugh. Yeah. So that was kind of a... <laughs> Pretty much any scene with Ungi in these four episodes, I just hated. Yeah. I'm so sad. You're supposed to like him so much, and I think he's going to have a turning point in the last four episodes, because, as we sort of called, he starts having a, at least a friendship, quote-unquote, with Tidane. Mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. This is the episode, uh, the day of the episode that Emily and Raquel finally get a prediction, 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 <laughs> Correct? Maybe. I actually, I'm calling that shot. Is it, can, is there such thing as a double called shot where you get one hint that you might be right and you're like, oh, <laughs> called it. it! The ball seems to be moving towards the net. <laughs> I made the shot. Look at how good this shot might be really soon. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I've got my hopes up. We also, we should have called a shot. Just gonna move on really quick. We should have called that Ryan and Chasian were real brothers, because it was in the back of my head. I thought so, too. Oh, is it, like, are we allowed to do this? Are we allowed to be, like, we <laughs> I don't it? think anybody cares, because they'll just say hindsight is twenty twenty. The hater's gonna hate, the hate but it was hate. in our heads. <laughs> I didn't want to say it and then be wrong. <laughs> it's a really weird called shot where you're just like, I, I guess it's not weird for K-drama world, but it does feel weird to be like, everyone's related, everyone's sibling. Yeah, it just felt almost like silly to call. Mm-hmm. It just felt like fan fiction, I guess, to be yeah. like, but what if, but what if they were real brothers instead of just like becoming friends, which I really love that they're doing? What if they were actually real brothers? And you're like, chill chill out. Yeah. Um, your fanfiction's fine. It's pretty good. It's but... cute. Everybody agrees it would be really cute if they were real brothers, but that's not how anything works. Yeah. And it then, is. It Look. is. <laughs> what? Little claps. 
Little claps. claps. Great podcasting. Little claps. Tiny silent claps. I'm so happy. And I called it in my head. So that counts. I called it in my head. We called it in our head. Okay. They're they're so cute. (laughs) Sorry. Got too excited with the little claps and now we're just full dancing. Uh, This show is so good. So I think we can skip episode nine because nobody cares. That was a filler episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It Um, was nice. Uh, I did like the... uh, I liked the final moments before the big reveal of her feelings and then they have a makeout session in a workshop. Um, But the leading moments where she finally kind of realizes that being vulnerable is a good thing and her friend was wrong. And not only does she realize that, she immediately gets online to message uh, the person who she originally was like, never tell the world your feelings, they're a burden. Just to be like, (laughs) you know what? No, I was scared, and that's bullshit, and you need to tell people your feelings, because maybe they're scared too. So cute. That's fair. There was a good amount of scene building and build up. They did good. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know, I don't care. Same. I think my favorite part of that episode was that it was the first time that they started to get a real team going at the museum, and they carried it through these four episodes. Friendship is the theme of these four episodes, and good working relationships, and I'm in love. Good friendships, at least. I don't know, good working relationships, because Sunju and her husband really caused me a lot of stress during these episodes. I forgot about that. That's another bad thing. Stop. Uh, we asked you to stop in the last four episodes. And I think it's so reasonable what is happening. Um, it's a train crash mm-hmm. that I don't think they were going to reverse it and have Sunju just stop being mad. I'm glad that they're just pushing forward. Uh, but it's really tearing me apart that she's like, you're holding me hostage in this marriage. You know that I can't leave you, so you can do whatever wrongs you want. I'm like, oh, Sanju! That is one of the saddest relationship drama moments I've ever seen, just because it's, I don't know, poor Sanju. And it sucks, because I don't... It's one of those things where I also was kind of on the edge of feeling like, there isn't a bad guy here, there's just two perspectives of a bad situation mm-hmm. but that said her husband was a little bit out of line and i i feel like uh they've done a really good job with the writing to imply that he's been like this before where like if he does wrong he makes excuses and makes other people the bad guys and gets away with it um and sort of doesn't know how to deal with the consequences of his actions properly is the vibe that I got from their conversation. Yeah. Wow. Well. We can't have it all. We can't have it all, I guess. And I mean, I w- I'm, I'm here for the story. I want to see how they resolve this. I hope for the best. I would like- I hope she doesn't just run off with her stupid employee. That can't happen. I feel like I would die inside, please. That's not allowed. Uh, that would be so uncomfortable just because she idolizes him. Mm-hmm. He's her new idol. You can't fall in love with your idol. They, that was the whole theme of the first four episodes. <laughs> they really gotta bring it back. I don't know how they're gonna do it. I feel like there's gotta be some weird big romantic gesture. Um, we'll see. 
We'll see. Maybe life, uh, love, uh, finds a way. <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Recycled material. Low-hanging fruit. I'll take that. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I love it. Great job. Um, I really, like, I love that especially the three employees at Cham Museum are friends. I'm always here for the romance, though. I put romance just 1% above friendship. And I'm freaking out that Hyojin keeps getting in between the other two in a good way. I think, like like we've said, we sometimes enjoy a good slow burn. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, really funny that he keeps trying to chase after her and Hyojin's like, what's up? <laughs> I just want something to happen. Anything. Oh, I guess there was that scene at the very end where Hyojin's like, I can't ride the bus. And Homeboy's like... Oh, I'll show you how. Yeah. And then Homegirl's like, I'm a little bit jealous of that, and I don't know what to do. Finally. Also, there was Finally. the part where she was going to tell her mom that employees should not be allowed to date, and both of them were like, that's a bad idea, because sometimes <laughs> it would be fine, I bet. <laughs> oh, just make it happen. Anything. Just make anything happen. We don't need another woodshop makeout. We just need something. There's a lot of making out in this show. There's a lot of it. I'm into it, but I'm also a little bit like, wow, surprised, I suppose, is the word. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) I feel like a real creep. Yeah, it feels weird to say that, which is why I don't know if the long pause before I said that will be edited (laughs) out, where Em and I just looked at each other in the eye while I opened my mouth to speak, (laughs) but... Thought about... Did you you like it? Like, mm, how is it going to sound when you say the words, I liked it? Weird is the answer. Weird. That's probably why they didn't ever do that kind of stuff in K-dramas, so that these nice Koreans could openly talk about how much they loved the K-dramas without being like, and my favorite scene was all the ones of them making out. (laughs) Because those were my favorite scenes, and I'm a real creep for it. I, let's be creeps together because I also was here for it. I don't know. I guess I guess what it is is remember when we were watching Touch Your Heart? I'm going to work very hard to not spoil Touch Your Heart in any way for anyone. But there was a part where we both expressed concern over the fact that uh it was adults that were very like worried about how They were perceived if they even spent time alone in one another's houses. And it's just hard to watch adults not be able to hang out with each other like adults. That's fair. These are adults that act like regular adults. Yeah, that are attracted to each other. And that's great. Go them. Go them. They're both beautiful. They deserve to be attracted to each other. It's unreal how gorgeous they are. (laughs) What the fuck? I hate it. (laughs) Please stop. But also, you're doing great. You do you, kids. I think probably my favorite scene, uh, they're not making out in it, so surprise, surprise, was the elevator scene (laughs) where Chaseon thinks they're making out because your boy jumps in to protect your girl. Oh my god, I laughed so hard. I know it's a stupid, silly joke, but I laughed so hard. I love Chaseon so much. He's so good. Yes. And just waving. Oh, look at him. Look at him go. Look at these cats. 
<laughs> I'll leave you two alone. Made sure to say hi to the curator. <laughs> oh, well, he calls her Nuna now. Nuna, oh. Those, You're a good boy. That good boy. I've loved his uh, story progression a lot. It's very low-key. Like, there's not a whole lot going on with him. I feel like the last four episodes are gonna be fucking wild with uh, John <laughs> stuff, but... Uh, currently, it's very low-key, but he's just a good sweet boy. He's like a- I don't know. He's like a little brother. He's like a little brother. Hmm. 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 I wonder, could he be? Could he be? You'd be a really good little brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh. Give that boy a young. <laughs> I love it. And that's it. <laughs> um, see you for the finale, because- only good things happened and I love this show so much now I'm just gonna put in our review to skip episodes <laughs> five through eight just I don't them. like middle parts I always skip middle episodes so whatever go for it yeah I mean I don't know if you like a good slow burn yes I'd say skip episode eight just skip it and probably most of nine, though. Like, I know you liked the build-up, but I guess... Okay, that 15-second skip is your best friend if you want to fast-watch a K-drama. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I always use that. There are so many scenes in this show, especially, that you're just supposed to bask in your feelings. Sometimes I'm into that, sometimes I'm really not. And I'm like, if I wasn't watching this for the podcast, I would just, like... 15 seconds skip these two falling asleep on their beds you're supposed to assume they're thinking about each other is it necessary no, no. i mean no definitely not that <laughs> it's hard though because there are some where i definitely bask in my own dumb monkey feelings and i love it um for example pretty much any time they're playing the painting song the song with the that they play every time the paintings appear. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. I love the song. I love it so much. I think that it fits the paintings perfectly, and it fits the mood that seems to strike the characters whenever they are, like, near the paintings. Like, it's simultaneously melancholic, but also kind of sweet and upbeat, almost? I don't know. I'm no musician. All I know is they did- there's some good- Audio stuff in here. That's interesting. I feel like I haven't noticed that song. Or, like, I can't think of that song. Once I go listen to the soundtrack, I'll probably be like, oh, yes, that one for sure. Yeah, it's just like an instrumental. Ooh. It's very good. Um, I like the art. I like the paintings that are the focal point of this K-drama. They picked really good. I think with art, there's such um, subjectivity to it mm-hmm. that they could pick something really weird that I didn't understand. And uh, I really like it. I like that they picked something super cool that you can tell would take a lot of talent to paint mm-hmm. and would like stick with you in your memory. I just love those paintings a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they're really pretty. And... Uh... Yeah, I think you don't need to know a lot about art to enjoy looking at them, because I I have a lot of artist friends, but I uh, know jack shit about art, <laughs> and I enjoy looking at them, so. That's what makes good art, y'all, mm-hmm. according to Plan K. <laughs> art experts, Korean drama experts, fashion experts, we've got it all. We've got it all. Can I give you my unpopular opinion, speaking of fashion? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm a little bit sick of her suits. Really? Okay. I think they're very hit and miss for me. Yeah. There are some that she rocks. Mm-hmm. And I think there are, I think it's like 50-50 that she has like normal suits that are cut in really interesting ways and I freaking love. And then the other half are like these dress suits that are like matching top and bottoms and they're really old fashioned and weird. I also, yeah, old fashioned, but not in like a cool, like, I don't know, sometimes old fashioned hits so well. There was one that was very 80s look, but still modern that I liked where the sleeves were rolled up on her blazer. It was like a gray blazer, I remember. And I, it was when they were talking to the uh, restoration expert. <gasps> yes, I that one that. I really liked. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of them, I guess, like I said, I don't actually know anything about fashion. They look like they're drowning her sometimes. Like they look so big on her. I don't know. I think there's a black dress. Like a dress suit and a purple, purplish, it's like lilac dress suit that I'm just like, no, thank you. They look weird. She's gorgeous. She's the only one that could pull those off. They're fine. Yeah. But just, if we could not, that'd be even better. Yeah. I I am inspired by her flawless transition between super high, like high fashion, great looking art director and like normie civilian. I love it. It's a very good transition. It makes me want to buy, like, all of the business clothes and all of the hoodies in the world and just try to be that. Yeah, I feel like you and I always settle on hoodies and we're like, how do we make this look professional? (laughs) And I'm loving, because I also like more minimalist fashion, Mm -hmm. so... Which is all about, like, what can you wear both, like, all the time. You can just wear it all the time. And I like that this show's like, maybe you can't, and that's okay. Yeah. Just buy t-shirts to wear at home. Buy nice clothes to wear at the office. Yeah. I can appreciate that. I am, yeah, like you said, we're pretty much the same in that uh, we... I try to wear the same thing at work as I do at home. I don't know. I just work all day. I don't want to be uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm going to wear a hoodie and a pencil skirt tomorrow, I'm pretty sure. So (laughs) that's where we're at. Yeah, which is the thing, right? Of like, sometimes you don't need to dress as nice as her to go to work. Mm -hmm. I should probably wear sweatpants if I'm going to run around all day. But like, sometimes... I don't know. She's just got, she's an inspiration to us all, and I love her. Yeah, I pretty much, hands down, unequivocally adore every outfit that she puts together that is her outside of work, but still, like, on-the-go outfits. Like, anytime she wears, like, a jeans and a Henley combo with, like, a beautiful jacket, because K-dramas, always with the beautiful fucking coats. Damn it. Stop. Yeah. Uh, in the episode that they go to the ch- uh, the orphanage, mm-hmm. and it's, like, right after they finish with that, because already, like, she looked so cute in, like, her long-sleeve Henley t-shirt and her jeans, like, fucking adorable. Classic. And then they're walking down a boardwalk or something, and the jacket she's wearing is the single most beautiful jacket I've ever seen. And then she's got the sunglasses to go with it. 
Oh my god. What are you doing? Are you, Oh my god, you're not even real. You're not even real. And give me that coat. And where do you hide all your clothes in your tiny apartment? Right, in your studio. But like, uh, here's all, never the same outfit. Never. So. What's happening? Is this even real? Is this drama even based on reality? I don't know. Um, I actually sometimes like Ryan's clothes the best. Yeah, he dresses very well, though. Very, 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 very well. He goes between, like, loose shirts and pants that are, like, so wide-legged that I feel like I would die if I ever tried to put those on. I would look so bad. And suits that he doesn't wear a shirt underneath the blazer and they're like capri pants and they're like pretty tight <laughs> and i'm like how are you wearing these things they would look so bad on anyone else yeah he looks what? so good he looks so good all the time all the time i i usually get annoyed when i see over the top like suit pants but all of his are so good. And I feel like men's fashion is a really subtle art that I don't truly understand. Mm-mm, couldn't if I tried, because I do all the time, I really try. <laughs> and he gets it. He gets it. Oh, Ryan Gold, you're, you you're close. You're everything. You're a great man. You're a beautiful man, and you are very fashionable. Goddamn. Stop it. This is why Jesus took away your painting powers. <laughs> you were too powerful. Someone had to balance the scales. You don't get it all, Wrangled. Fucking choose nice pants or painting skills. So you made his choice. Yeah. Dot In's character is growing on me. Really? Mm-hmm. I was really mad at her after what she said uh, to Homegirl, Diagmi. Uh, and then in, I think it was... The last episode that we watched, uh, she kind of turned it around for me when she straight up admitted to Ungi that she was done pursuing Ryan Gold because she had never seen him so happy in all of the decade that she had known him. I was proud of that scene. That was a good scene. I that think was a really good scene. I got mad at her for lying, and then I got even more mad at her when she half apologized and was like, it's not really a lie. And Dukmi was like, it really is. It sucked like a lie, so. <laughs> and she's like, well, it's not my fault that you believed me more than you believed him. I really thought Dukmi could have had a really cool line there. But she was like, yeah, sorry I trusted you. My mistake. Whoops. Won't happen again. Or, like, even pointing out straight up, like, you... No, you definitely took advantage of my insecurities in our relationship, so cool. Cool move. Cool that you can't see that it's definitely your fault. Mm -hmm. Uh... So yeah, I got even more disappointed in her. And maybe, maybe she'll come back. Because yeah, I know that she, it's hard. She was going through a heartbreak of her own. Uh, I think she needed some time. And she's taken it. She's come to terms with not winning Ryan Gold's heart. And I'm proud of her. And I think she needs to really apologize now to duck me. That'd be great. Like a real person. I did really like... The way uh, Xion tried to protect her a little bit when oh, the manager. That's a cute scene. Yeah, he's so emotionally aware of the room. Yeah, he knows how to read a room. Manager, do not. Do not. Do not know the reading. Oh, room reading illiterate. Room reading illiterate. Uh, it's okay. 
It served a purpose. Yeah. Poor Dutton for a second, I guess. Maybe we'll ship you off with Ingi, this sad sack of a man. I like um, zero of the scenes with Ingi. I feel like there was just so much being sad and flashbacks of like their friendship and him being like, I know her better than anyone. And there's a line that I got so mad at. Oh, um, he says to his mom, I think, I can't keep it inside forever, talking about his confession. And I was like, boy, you did when she was single. Like, what? So anyways. I can only keep it inside forever if she's single and never tries to find any happiness. You better bring it back. You better ship him with dying now. Now that you've started that, you gotta finish it because it's the only way I'll forgive either of them. Yeah, at this point, honestly, I'm still fucking done with Ungi. I I have nothing good to say about that dumb fucking young man. (laughs) Um, So here's what they've got to do. Ship off those two. Make Sanju and her husband make up in, like, a real way. And I swear to God... If anything happens between her and her stupid employee, this show's getting zero stars. <laughs> zero stars <laughs> in a fucking second. In a second. Yeah. Uh, you gotta get these good, good brothers together. Everything else is Gucci. Everything else is Gucci. Uh, before we, like, definitely wrap up, really quick, I don't know if there's anything else you need to bring to the table. There's one last piece of information I need to bring to the table. Emily and I have played Ghost Stop, and it is oh. actually that fucking hard to learn. It is actually oh that my fucking God. hard. Oh, and then she kept bringing up more rules, and I was like, I've played, we've played Ghost Stop, like, a good amount of times, and I don't know most of those rules. No, but I also remember that every time we played, I did have to relearn pretty much all of the rules. So at this point, maybe they are rules (laughs) for all I fucking know. Oh my god, it's the hardest game. Yeah. Because all of the cards look the same. Yeah, I think that's that's also hard. Uh, she was going through them and she was like, so this red flag that has a specific name and then this red flag that has this written on it. And I was like, maybe it's harder if you don't have any connection to Korean culture and you don't know what the flags are or what they mean. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, are red and blue flags different? And sometimes your friend's like, yes, they are completely different. And sometimes they're like, no, obviously not. They're both flags. <laughs> That's what Ghost Stop is like. That is exactly what Ghost Stop is like. Our friend lived in Korea and he taught us. And our other friends have family in Korea. And I think they they tried to teach us. They tried to teach us. Uh, I do feel like the first time we learned it, I really got it. For some Uh reason, I feel like I don't remember anything about it now, but I remember really getting it the first time and then the second time. Somehow, it's like I got worse, because there was, like, two years between us playing it the first time and us playing it the second time. And the second time we played, I... Fuck if I know what was happening. I don't want to blame our friends, but I do feel like our friend that, like, lived in Korea for a good long while understood it so much better that he was like, okay, we're gonna play it and I'm actually gonna teach you how to do it. And our other friends had, like, printed instructions from the internet, so I feel like everything we did, they were like, let me check that. I'm not sure. Yeah. And, uh, we just never persevered. Yeah, and it like they just they didn't live in Korea for two years, so go go figure. Yeah, go figure. whereas our friend that did live in Korea for two years, like like you said, he just got it. 
Yeah. So he could teach it. Oh. Okay, they played Ghost Up and they watched Encounter. Did <gasps> Yeah. I saw that and I was like, yes. "Oh, they're they watched watching. Encounter." They're and in the our first heads. episode too. They watched the good episode. Yeah, the Havana episode. Okay, so if you're just going to watch one episode of a K-drama, start with episode one of Encounter. That's a good one shot. Yeah, and then if you don't watch any other amount of Encounter, I guess it would be a little sad. Maybe you should also watch the last episode. <laughs> or you could just watch a movie. I'm pretty sure they have movies in Korea, but you know. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch the first and last episode of a drama, go for Encounter. It's a good one. Yeah, what a good like moment to show, too, because I, it does not look like a Korean drama at so all. So tricky. Yeah. You gotta be in it. I love that. I loved that little sleepover. That's what me and Mikhail's sleepover is gonna look like when I get back. Yes! I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a sleepover, like, every week for a year when you get back. (laughs) Deal. Me and Maurice, we're coming over. You can come over to our house. Yeah, we'll both, we'll switch off. Yeah. This is so exciting. Okay, now we'll sign off so we can go watch the finale. Yeah! I'm so excited, but also so nervous. Uh, I don't like that they are having a good thing going, because they're going to really have to ramp up the drama. Yeah, they've got to ramp up the drama, but there's still so many things they've got to tie up, so... Here we go. Here we go. Uh, If you wanted to talk to us about this drama, or about anything, really, other K-dramas, I know we've got two more weeks, but if you wanted to recommend the next drama super good time to do it, you'll want to email us at playonkpodcast at gmail.com. You can find all of our past episodes as well as sign up for our newsletter, which you will get an email every time we start a new drama at playonk.com. We are on iTunes. It's just Play on K there. You can rate, review, and subscribe, and we appreciate literally everything you do. And if you do give us a review, and it's a really nice review because we love compliments because we're the worst, but also we're human. Um, <laughs> if you do that, I, I will totally, we, we'll start giving you personal shout outs on the show. We'll just give, we'll read your name. Well, thank you, because you're the best, and we appreciate you. And for the people who reviewed that did not, or didn't review, the people who rated us that didn't leave a name or anything, thank you, too. You're the fucking best. (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you all for listening. Uh, You can tell us you're listening on Twitter. We are at PlayOnK. You can send us a little hey, say I'm out here, I'm a fan, and we'd love to hear from you. It makes our lives so much better. Yes. And thank you, James for our beautiful, wonderful theme song. Thank you, James. We love you. We'll see you next week for the finale. Thanks for listening. Yeah, K-bye. K-bye.